A blessed Sunday, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today in our Sunday worship service. I am Pastor Jovin Lim, the lead pastor of Ictus Dumaguete. Welcome to our Sunday worship service. Now, as we begin, let us open this with a word of prayer. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your goodness in our lives. Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. Thank you for protecting us. Thank you for guiding us in every step of the way, especially during this time of pandemic, oh God. And Lord, thank you for letting us live a victorious life day by day. And Lord, today we are here because we want to know more about you. We want to grow deeper in your word and in prayer and even in worshiping you as a family. Lord, reveal yourself to us. Reveal to us what you want us to do with our lives as we continue to follow Jesus as our disciple maker. Father, we are ready here to reveal your, your wisdom, your guidance, to reveal your plans, your purposes. And Lord, we are just so hungry to be fed by your word. So, fed us now. And Lord, we pray, Holy Spirit, that this very moment, you will become our greatest teacher. Teach us what God's Word will be revealing and make it more clear and clearer as we are ready to respond to it. So, Father, be with us now as we come into your Word. Help us to understand it. And Lord, we are here to worship you above all and in all. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and Amen. So beloved, we are now in our Trust God series, part 4. So uh, three Sundays ago, we talked about true wisdom. The very first topic in the trust, in the word trust, we already uh, uncover letter T. And we talk about that the foundation to grow deeper in our trust in the Lord is Finding the true wisdom. The second one is letter R. We also discussed this, that if you want to develop your trust in the Lord, you need to really have that renewed strength. You know how to find and where to find that real strength, and it only comes from the Lord. And last Sunday, we talked about letter U that stands for undoubting God's timing. It means that if you really want to trust God in your life as you continue to walk in Him, you need to really don't doubt, but search more, discern more how and when is really God's timing in your life and in the things that you have been asking for. And today, beloved, we'll be discovering this next uh, topic that we have in the second to the last part of this five uh, five Sunday series, Trust God series. The type, the topic that we have to, uh, this morning is. Secured protection. This is our part four, and it is my prayer that all of us will be having this wonderful time together in discovering the letter S in the word trust, secured protection. So beloved, I believe that all of us right now can really relate to this topic because maybe right now because of the pandemic, especially here in locality in Dumaguete or Negros Oriental, we might have a lot of anxiousness, worry, or fear because of these local transmissions of the pandemic. But take heart, beloved. This is just so timely for you because if you, are fr if you have that feeling right now, God wants to give you that hope and courage again to really... You know, just trust Him and be secure in His protection. For others, especially if you're from different places, maybe right now there are many, many things that, you know, war put worry in your heart or put fear in your heart. And because of it, it seems like that you are searching for a security and safety in God's presence. 
Beloved, I hope and pray that what we will be discovering together today will give you that wonderful journey of applying and practical application of how to really be secure in God's protection. Now, if we will look at uh, the Bible, we will be starting with this opening verses that we have. And it says in James chapter 1, verse 2 to 4. I will be reading it. It says, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. So beloved, through these verses in James chapter 1, we are being reminded first, the foundation, why it is important to really have that security and protection in the Lord. And especially we're being reminded today that whatever challenges we are facing, whatever trials that we have right now, maybe it's too personal in your life. Maybe it's about your family. Maybe it's about your finances. Maybe it's about your job or your business. Or maybe it's about your future. Maybe about your plan. And you have a certain thing that you are carrying right now, especially burdens and trials and testing in your life. For some, it might be sickness. For some, it might be a direction that comes from the Lord, but the Lord is too, is too silent right now. Or all of us will surely relate to the certain trials that probably all of us are being affected because of this pandemic. Now, beloved, we are being reminded here in James chapter 1, verses 2 to 4, that in our trials, it is reminding us, the Word of God is reminding us to count it all joy. Look at the text. It says, count it all joy. It doesn't say count just one as joy or count at least two trials as joy. But, you know, James says in James chapter 1, verse 2, the very first four, letter, four words in these verses, it says, count it all. Say this with me, all. It means in every trial that you are facing, in every problem that you are facing, count it all joy. Then it says, my brothers, it means as believers, as children of God. And then here's the thing. When you meet trials of various kinds, for why? You know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. In other translation, it says perseverance. And it says, and let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. It means, beloved, that in every trials that we are facing, there is no such trial that, there, that God is not in control. It means that in any trials that comes to God's children, God is in control. Because sometimes we think that God is not controlled in my sickness anymore. God is not controlled in my financial crisis anymore. God is not in control in my relationships right now. But beloved, to tell you, in every trials, in every situation and circumstances that you are in right now, especially when you're facing trials and problems, remember that God is still in control. That is why in James, it says, count it all joy because above all, God is in control. And the good news is this, in every trial that we face, in every problems that we face, if we will just really respond right according to what the Word of God is telling us, we will not just simply react upon it. It says here, it will produce something good in you. It will produce the most wonderful thing, especially we are living in a very broken world, that we need to have this in our life, and it's called perseverance. Or here, it says, it, it, in your faith, it will produce 
steadfastness. Beloved, I believe that all of us wants to have that perseverance, want to have that steadfastness, want to have that courage in the Lord. The very first requirement, if you want to experience courage, perseverance, and steadfastness in the Lord, you need to count it all joy. Now, beloved, through this text, let me ask you, are you counting a lot of problems right now in your life? Are you counting a lot of the stresses, a lot of financial crisis? What does the Word of God says? You need to count it all as joy, not as a burden, but as joy in the Lord. So today, we'll be discovering how to have that protection, how to be secure in God's protection, especially if we are facing a lot of various kind of trials and testings in life. How we can have that protection that we need so that we can count it all joy. So let's look at and study the text. So here, the question today that we will be discovering is how to be secure in God's protection. I believe that all of us, we can feel, we can experience God's protection if our heart settles in the word safe. When we feel safe, I believe that we will be confident in God's protection over our life. But the real question today is, I want to be safe, especially this pandemic. I want to be safe from the sickness. In this time of crisis, I want to be safe in my finances. In your relationship, you want to be safe. Your children, your, your parents, your, your spouse, you know, your, the people that surround you, you want everybody to be safe. But the real question is this, how to be secure in God's protection? We will be discovering four important foundations that we can learn through the word save. I, I again put an outline in these four foundations in, in the word save. And there are four points that we will be discovering today. Okay, so again, beloved, our topic today is how to be secure in God's protection. We will be discovering four practical applications in how to find that security of God's protection in our life. I believe that if we can have this, of course, we will be joyful, continually joyful, continually hopeful, continue to grow courageous as we continue to follow God's plan and purposes in our life. So beloved, today, let's discover how to be secure in God's protection in the season that you are in through that word, safe. Are you ready? Let's dig in. So number one, how to be secure in God's protection. Letter S stands for, can we read together please? Ready, begin. Seek God's deliverance. Amen? Seek God's deliverance. If you want to be secure in God's protection, the very first foundation, beloved, is your hope. It means it's not about how you fight the battles. It's about how you seek the winning or the victory or the source of victory in the battle that you are facing right now. Beloved, let me ask you, what are the battles that you are facing right now, right at this very moment? Are there any battles that's going on inside of you lately? Are there any battles that your family is facing right now? Are there any battles that you face in your workplace, in your business establishment, or probably in your community? Just like, for example, here in Dumaguete and Negros Oriental, we're facing a battle of, against this COVID-19. How about you? What is that one battle that you have right now that you want to say to God, God, I want to seek deliverance from you? Beloved, it is my prayer for you today that through this first point, letter S, S stands for seek. 
Alright? Now, I want to encourage you as you watch and listen to this message. If you are participating right now in our worship service, can you please comment below, seek God's deliverance. Can you do that? Seek God's deliverance. And then, for whoever that the Lord is impressing in your heart right now, who's that person that God is telling you, tell that person, seek God's deliverance. Can you comment their names beside that three words, seek God's deliverance? Can you do that? Can we comment together that phrase, seek God's deliverance, okay? And if you want, you can also add on the names of the people that you want to reach out. Again, beloved, the very first thing, if you want to be secure in God's protection in your life, simple as, seek God's deliverance. Do not lean in your own understanding. But in all your ways, seek God's deliverance. In Psalms 34 verse 19, we know this is about David. And then the, this chapter talks about um, his troubles. It says, the righteous person may have many troubles. Actually, he's also... Um, identify own self during this time. It says, the righteous person may have many troubles. Actually, he's telling about himself. But the Lord delivers him from, all, from them all. Could you imagine David's hope? Could you imagine David's way every time there will be trouble sa iyang life? Every time na trouble na iyang maatubang on sa iyang buhaton, he will always find that deliverance. Because he says, but the Lord delivers him from them all. Again, why is it that in James chapter 1 verses 2 to 4, the very first, the very four, first four words says, count it all joy. Again, the word all stands still. Not just a piece of your trouble, not just a piece of your challenges, not just a piece of your trials. But again, the command is count it all joy in every situation and in every trial. And here, David also says, his hope is this. Yes, as a man, as a person, he says here, he described himself as many troubles, different trials, different testing. We believe that in the life of David, no? Sa records, sa Old Testament, Kabaluta, how troubled is his life? From being a shepherd boy, down to that soul, becoming a soldier, becoming a, a commander, becoming a warrior, and now becoming a king. And during that time that he is a king, troubles doesn't stop. But one thing that David learned in his life is this. Look at the text. It says, The righteous person may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers them all. Now, here's a description. This verse talks about doesn't talk about um, a Christian may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers them all. It says here, The righteous person. Look at and observe, beloved. Do you believe that God will surely deliver you? Yes. But why is it sometimes you cannot feel, you cannot experience God's deliverance over your situations and problems? Why? Because here it's so clear. As a child of God, God is looking our heart. God is straight looking not only to our situations, but God knows already about the situation. He is in control. But God is looking in our heart if our heart is righteous in His presence. Look at the text. The righteous person may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers them all. The Lord's promise is to deliver us all in our troubles, but the prerequisite is our heart must be righteous before the Lord. Beloved, 
if you are facing a lot of battles right now, if you are facing a lot of challenges, hardship, and trials, first thing that you need to do is to seek God's deliverance. So actually, God, seeking God's deliverance is one way of expressing your righteousness before the Lord. It means that you don't put your hope, you don't put your solution in your problems, solution in your testings, your troubles, to what you can do or what other people can do in that situation, but the righteousness of God in your heart. Because if you have problems and trials, and if God's presence and God's righteousness in your heart, you will always surely look up first. God will never be your last resort. God will always be your first and the only refuge in times of troubles. Beloved, God is looking for a righteous heart before Him. If you want to claim this promise that the Lord will deliver us all, the real question today is, how's your heart? Kumusta man ang imong kasing-kasing? Is your heart righteous before the Lord? Again, the word righteous here doesn't say perfect, no sin. But when we talk about righteousness before the Lord, it's about humbling yourself and accepting and submitting in the Lordship of Jesus Christ. It means this is God and this is you. That's God's righteousness over your life. Beloved, why is it it says here, but the Lord will deliver him from them all? Because a person who is righteous, he is under the care of God. If this is God, then this is the righteous person. That's why it says, in every trouble, it doesn't say there that a, a, a righteous person will never have trouble, but in every trouble, okay? Many trouble may come, but the Lord is what? Because He's covering, He's shielding, he is, a, he is the refuge. He will deliver them all. Amen? Beloved, I hope that that thing gives you now a hope in your heart. The question is this. Where do you find yourself na medyo hard or medyo dili ni mo masabtan ang imong situation asa ni mo makita imong self is it more on becoming righteous before the lord or is it more on trusting that god will really deliver or is it more right now that you just have a lot of options in your life but god is reminding you anak make me as the only solution and the only way in your problems and cares in life for i am the god that if you just Align yourself to me. If you just make yourself righteous before me, I'm going to deliver you. Amen? So, beloved, I hope and pray that as we continue to just come before the Lord, seek God's deliverance. Praise God. Now, the second one is this. How to be secure in God's protection? Letter S stands for seek God's deliverance. Number two, let's discover. Letter A stands for can you comment below the, 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 the point that we have right now? Abide in God's presence. Can you do that? Can you comment in our chat box? No? Abide in God's presence. The second thing, the second foundation in securing your protection and safety in the Lord is this. We need to abide in God's protection. What does it mean to abide? In Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 6, this is a story, a retelling of the story you know, about Joshua leading the team. It says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you, and He will never leave you nor forsake you. Beloved, here's the thing. If you are facing some difficulties right now, if you are facing some battles right now in your life, and you are claiming, I will never leave you nor forsake you, please, beloved, 
complete the statement. Complete your application. Believe that God will never leave you and nor forsake you. But one thing that God wants from you is this. Be strong and courageous. It means that the more you claim in this promise, the more you claim in the promise of God that God will never leave you. I know, you know it. I know you believe in it, that God's presence will always be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. But in the other hand, God is also telling you, be strong and courageous. The belief that God will never leave you and the faith that says, be strong and courageous in applying it, must be together. If you want to experience God's protection, if you want to experience God's safety and finding refuge in times of troubles in your heart, in your life, or even in your family, if you want to abide in His presence, to take refuge, what to do? Believe with all your heart that God is near, that God is with you. And from the very beginning, He never let go of you. It is just a deception from the enemy that will say to you, you know, God is so busy. You know, God will never take care of you. God is not watching over you right now. Erase that in your mind. Because in reality, the Word of God says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. You must strengthen your faith in that part. But in the other hand, so that it will be strengthened, you need to what? You need to be strong and courageous. This is our foundation. This is our application. Our foundation is God is with us. Amen? But our application is we need to be strong and be very courageous. Beloved, at this point in your life right now, are you strong and courageous enough to face life's battle? You might be, if you will rate yourself from 1 to 10, okay, from 1 to 10, how will you rate yourself? How are you in facing your testing and trials in life? From 1 to 10. Can you comment below? Just the number. No need of explanation. In your security, the way you look at God as your protector, as the one that secures you, how are you in responding to different challenges in life? From scale 1 to 10, can you please comment the number? How strong is your confidence that God is protecting you? How strong you are responding to the different problems and situations in life? Just be honest. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. It depends. Beloved, I hope that you are in a situation or season right now where you are really grasping upon the Lord. But you know what? There are also times in our life, and I don't know if you're in this situation right now, where you are just so weak. You are just so discouraged. You're almost to give up hope in that certain trials that you are facing. Beloved, I want to tell you right now, God is telling you, Above all, you might not understand what's going on in your life. You might not understand what's coming in. You might not understand and, you know, you might not foresee what is the result of everything that you've been doing, whether it can get the, the situation worse or it can solve the problem. Beloved, today, God is simply telling you, Anak, abide in me. God is telling, abide in God's presence. Why? Because in abiding in God's presence, it says here, it is about believing that God never leaves you nor forsake you and applying that we should be strong and courageous. And if you are not abiding in the Lord, you know what will happen? Where will you find strength? Where will you have that strength 
to be strong? Where will you have that strength to be courageous? That's why God is telling, I am just here. All you need to do is to abide in the vine. Just like John 15, when Jesus taught his disciples, Abide in me and I in you. I will let you bear much fruits, fruits that will last forever. Beloved, I pray that in your life right now, you are in that season where you can worship the Lord. You can be confident that, you know, God's presence is with you. And because God's presence is with you, because you believe that God never leave you nor forsake you, what in whatever situation, not just in the high times, but especially in the low times, you still believe you are here, Lord. You are in control. And then on the other side, you're also applying that as you face day by day the challenges and the trials, you're also telling God, I am strong. I am courageous. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen? So again, beloved, let's review. How to have that security in God's protection? First, we need to seek what? We need to really seek God's deliverance. Not from other people, not from our own options, not from our own plans, but in the Lord. And letter A stands for abide in God's presence. How to abide in God's presence? We need to Believe that God is with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. And we need to apply daily that we should be strong and be very courageous. And by that, if these two collides together, if they come together, for sure, you can find that strength to carry on. Amen? Abide in the vine. Beloved, before we move to the next part, can you comment below, abide in the vine. Amen? And I hope and pray that as we move forward, feel free, beloved, to just express yourself. Maybe there are some impression that God is telling you right now. If you want other people to be blessed, why not just comment below whatever things that God let you learn today. Maybe it can also bless other people. Okay, so please feel free. Feel free to just comment below your reflection per points. Maybe you have some realization. Maybe you have some suggestion or maybe impression that you want to encourage other people. Please do it because we would love to hear from you. All right? So as we proceed, we already uncovered two foundations in how to secure our God's protection over our life, how to feel safe, especially during this time of pandemic. The first one is seek God's guidance. Number two is abide in God's presence. And here, is, here it is, beloved. Now let's go to the third point, letter F. Are you ready? L number three is fear not. Amen? Fear not. Now God is telling you, seek your deliverance upon me. Okay, put your confidence, your deliverance that God will deliver you. Just let your hearts be right be before me. And now, God is also telling us in foundation number two, always remember, now that you search that the real solution, that the real battle, that the real, that the real deal is in the Lord, now you acknowledge that the Lord is always with you and you apply not to be, uh, to continue to be courageous and never be discouraged. Continue to be courageous and you will not fret, okay? Now, if you have this too, I believe that now God will be telling you, fear not. Fear not in any situation. No? Nami words sa Cebuano says, tralala, maratol na. Okay? Tralala, matralala na ko. Maratol na, madisoriented na because of the things that's going on. Beloved, God is telling, if you just seek your deliverance upon me, if you just seek me and believe that I will never leave you nor forsake you, and if you will just live each day being courageous, now 
I want you to leave it out. The result is, it's easy for us to declare God's power and presence in our life. And He says now, fear not. It says in Isaiah 41.10, So do not fear. Beloved, again, so do not fear. Why? For I am with you. Amen? Do not fear for God is with you. Amen? I don't know what's your problem right now. I don't know what you are struggling right now. I don't know your pains and hurts and sickness right now. But God is telling you right now, so do not fear, anak. I am with you. Again, in our last, in, in Deuteronomy, it says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I am with you. Not only that, this is his second affirmation and promise. He says, do not be dismayed. Fear not, do not be dismayed. For I am your God. When it says, I am your God, it means you are my child. Beloved, God is telling, fear not because I will never leave you nor forsake you. Fear not because I am your Abba. I am your daddy. I am your papa. It means God's love, God's protection, His provision will always be with you to carry on in whatever situation you are in. Amen? That's a wonderful promise. And then not only that, beloved, He says, Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. And He says, I will strengthen you. Wow! What a wonderful promise from the Lord, beloved. It says, I will strengthen you and help you. Could you imagine that? Is that a good news for you right now? For me, it's really a good news. Because if I am right now so down, I have that hope, I have that joy. That's why, you know, James says, count it all joy. Why? Because it will be God that will give you strength. It will be God that will help you. It will be God that will be with you. And he says, I am your God and I can do it multiple times, repeatedly. I can do it any time in your life. I am God. Amen. So beloved, I hope and pray that right now, if you feel so discouraged, if you feel so hopeless, if you feel so in pain, if you feel so frustrated because the plans doesn't come in the way you wanted it, because you're frustrated because of probably your dreams are being broken, beloved, take heart. God is telling, stand up, get up, move forward. And as you move forward, fear not. Beloved, I pray that as Christians, it's really good to be vigilant, okay? There is, uh, there is difference between being vigilant and being fearful. Especially, for example, this pandemic. If you magnify the pandemic, that you think that God is out of control, that God cannot protect you, that God cannot sustain you during this pandemic, that God is smaller and the pandemic is bigger than God, that's what we call fear. Being vigilant is something like this. I will, I will, three P's, okay? What's the difference between vigilant and be, being fearful, especially during this time of pandemic? Fearful, what happened to that person? He exaggerated the pandemic. He exaggerated COVID-19 and the effects, especially death. It means that for him or for her, God is this size and the pandemic is so huge. That's fear in the heart. But being vigilant, beloved, is... You know, I call this the three P's, okay? The three, what, what is the three P's? You are not fearful, but you are careful. You are not fearful, but you are vigilant at all times. What does it mean? Three P's. You pray, okay? You pray, and then you follow the protocol. So wash hand, face mask, face shield, vitamins, wala kailang appointment, just stay at home, keep, keep fit, 
eat healthy you know all the all the kwan and then if you go out if you go to restaurant if you go to uh, um to the market you know you, you need to have all those protocols the face shield the face mask and everything you need to wash your hands you need to sanitize just follow the protocols so you are vigilant right you pray for protection you pray that the lord will heal our land you follow the protocol and thirdly you ask for protection from the lord that's how to be vigilant now it cannot be like you know i am a christian that's why i'm vigilant no whether christian or not christian there are always two responses that we might have during this time of pandemic we might be those people who are fearful or we might be those people who are just careful now can you comment below as we face this pandemic what's really in your heart what's really in your heart when how we respond to the pandemic are you more on you have more fear that's why you want god's protection to be in your life if that's your heart beloved praise god you are in the right timing and god is telling you right now i want to get your fear and i want to replace it with peace amen especially is about this pandemic and in the other hand is what's the response we are just careful okay so question how's your heart lately especially right now in dumaguete city in negros oriental there are many news that there are local transmission and all that how's your response are you becoming fearful and because of fearful we, ca we cannot control our emotion because we are fearful we cannot control our own um, emotion and actions that sometimes we just burst out in social media we burst out the way we talk together with our family and friends that because of fear that's why we, we we're doing that okay it means that you you look at that this pandemic is really big bigger than god bigger than his power but in the other hand beloved are you that person who is careful you pray you follow the protocol the three piece no pray protocol and protection from the lord beloved i i hope and pray if you are that person right now that is you know fearful this is god's word for you isaiah 41 10 god says to you beloved so do not fear for i am with you do not be dismayed for i am your god i will strengthen you and help you i will uphold you meaning uphold is to get you to protect you to cover you to hold you that no one can snatch away from his presence whatever situation what whoever is that no one can snatch you away he's upholding you in your, in his righteous right hand beloved let me ask you and please if you want this just comment below are you more careful or are you more fearful amen so i hope that we learn today god says in letter f in our word save fear not amen so i hope now all of us we are being reminded that the lord is telling us fear not enough for i am with you again four promises that god is telling us fear not do not why because i am with you i am your god i will strengthen you and help you i will uphold you with my righteous right hand four promises for people who will release themselves from fear and the Lord will replace with peace and confidence that God is with them. Amen? Beloved, letter F stands for fear not. Now, let's have a little review. How to be secure in God's presence. Number one, seek God's deliverance. Number two, all we need to do is abide in God's presence. Number three, third foundation, we need to fear not. 
Have no fear, for God is with you. And fourthly, beloved, the last one, how to be secure in God's presence. Letter E stands for, can we read together, please? Expect God's victory. Amen. Now, I want you to comment below, expect God's victory. Can we do that? What does it mean, expect God's victory? In Deuteronomy chapter 20, verse 4, the Israelites, as the, uh, as, the, as God commanded them, reminding them again, when you go to war, remember this. For the Lord your God is the one who goes with you to fight for you against your enemies to give you what? Victory. Now, there are many reminders that God is telling us through this verse alone. Now, again, I've just asked that question kanina in our first point. Are you facing a battle right now in your life? Are you struggling how to overcome and fight it so that you can gain that victory? Beloved, through this last point, okay, let's look at the foundation carefully. First, you turn to God and you seek for God's deliverance. And then what happened? You started to what? Abide in His presence, knowing that He never leaves you, but He's also telling you, just be courageous. Do not be afraid. Be courageous. And then He says in letter F, it says, fear not, for I am with you. Now, the more peace that comes in your heart, the more presence of God that fills your heart, I believe that God will always say to you, Anak, don't worry. Let's look at this verse again, verse 4. It says, first reminder is this. You need to really expect and claim in advance God's victory over whatever challenges you're facing. You know why? First, it says, for the Lord your God is the one who goes with you. Okay? Who goes with you. It means you are not alone. In whatever trials, in whatever testings, in whatever problems, in whatever grieving or loss that you are facing right now, remember, for the Lord your God is the one who goes with you. Beloved, are you lonely? Are you sad? Do you feel like no one is, you know, taking care for you? Remember this. God is with you. Now, what if you are facing a lot of challenges and testings right now? What is His promise? Promise number two. First, He is with you. He goes with you. It means wherever you go, He goes with you. Even sometimes we didn't recognize His presence, but He still goes with you. Number two, He says, this is one of the most beautiful things that I will always claim in my life. Knowing that I, I follow Jesus Christ as my Lord and personal Savior, as I, as I follow His plans and purposes in my life, sometimes I can say, God, is it really true? Is this really possible? Can I really do it? But every time I have fear, no? or if there are temptations that I, have, I will have fear to withdraw and not follow His will, people sometimes look at me and have this expression, as Pastor Jovin is really a risk taker. But they, ju they just didn't get it that it's not because of my confidence in my own. I take risks because I know who's with me. It says, for the Lord your God is the one who goes with you. Another one is this, to fight for you. That's why I take risks because I know this is God's plan. This is wonderful plan for the Lord for me and for the ministry or for my family. I take the risk because I know God is with me. And secondly, He fight for me. It means... Every time that I face challenges, beloved, I hope that you can also do this in practical application. Always remind yourself, this battle is not yours. Amen? Do you know why sometimes we have those heavy, burdened hearts? You know, 
you know, many, many times, this is part of discipleship. I learned this a lot many, many times from the very beginning of my discipleship journey. And even in church leadership, in the ministry teams, I, I cannot just understand or probably ma many Christians also didn't understand this. I don't know if you experienced this, okay? I experienced this personally. When the time that I'm not yet a pastor, I'm not yet even a leader, I'm just part of a ministry. That if I am burdened because I have lots of challenges, struggles in the family, challenges in school, challenges in the relationship and all those, you know what? The very first area in my life that will be affected, you know what? It's my commitment in the Lord. It's my commitment of discipling. It's my commitment in ministry. It's my commitment in all things. And I can't even figure out why is it that in my life, my problem is not about ministry, but the very first thing that I can think where I will stop is ministry. I don't want to go to Bible study anymore. I don't want to go to prayer meeting anymore. But my real problem is about my math subject during the time in my high school time. You know? And then of course, people will get shocked. Where's Jovin right now? We need him here and all that. But suddenly, Satan gets away. Satan takes away the thing that God has given me, a privilege to serve him. Beloved, remember this. Don't let Satan pin you down. Don't let Satan, you know. It's my prayer. If you are a disciple maker, keep pressing on. Don't let your struggles, you know, play with you. Don't let your struggles... Commit it to the Lord. Why? Because it says there will be victory in everything. Again, God is not promising us to have a sweet and bed of roses kind of Christian life. There will always be battles and challenges in life. But God is reminding us, don't struggle. Why? Because it says it's the Lord. It's the Lord who will go with you. And not only that, it's the Lord who will fight for you. And then it says He will be the one that will face against your enemies so, God will be with you. He will fight for you. And listen carefully to this. It is He who will give you the victory. Look at the text. Deuteronomy chapter 20, verse 4. For the Lord your God is the one who goes with you. Promise 1. Promise 2. He will fight for you. And promise 3. He will give you victory. You know what? The word give you victory. Imagine that. You don't even need to do anything in your struggles right now in your pains right now if god is saying anak don't have control let go surrender it to me because i will give you victory you might not understand how the lord will really work in your life beloved but god is really sure in his promise when he say he will give you the victory he will surely give it but again the prerequisite we need to surrender everything Beloved, I hope and pray that if you are facing a lot of challenges and trials right now, please don't be drifted away. Don't be drifted in serving God. Don't be drifted in following the Lord. Don't be drifted in your devotional that because of the problems, you cannot do your devotion. Because of the stresses, you cannot join your discipleship. Because of your stresses and problems, you cannot serve the Lord. And the very first thing that you will always, you know, if you will put your priorities, your work, your family and all that, maybe the very first, and you, you feel like you're so stressed right now and you need to rest. And the very first thing that you want to surrender or to cut off in your priorities is, serving God. Beloved, that's the attack of the enemy. Remember this, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. I don't know in what area you are having ministry right now. You might have ministry to the poor. 
ministry to the children, ministry to music, ministry to ushering, or ministry to church planting, ministry in healing hearts, ministry in counseling. I don't know what's your ministry right now. Or maybe your real ministry is your own family. But this is my prayer for you. Don't give up serving God. Don't give up. Why? Because it is His promise. That as we continue to draw closer together in the Lord, He's promising us for one thing. God is the one that will go with you and He will fight for you. You will never face the battle in your own. Actually, you will never face the battle. He is the one that will go against the enemies. And of course, our God is a victorious God. He will give to you the victory. What is God requesting from you right now? Expect. Just be still and expect that God's victory will be secure. Amen? So, beloved, in our seasons right now, we have different seasons, we have different um, challenges we're facing. I hope and pray that as we end, we will be reminded again in this word, safe. Do you want to be safe in God's presence? Do you want to be secure in God's protection in whatever area or situation in your life? What to do? Can you please type the word safe in the comment section? If you believe that God is truly my security, God is truly my protection, can you please type below the word safe to become a reminder for you and me that God is our protector, that God is our deliverance. And all we need to do is to be faithful in applying these four important things, especially during this time of crisis, during this time of pandemic. First one, can we read together please? Ready, begin. Seek God's deliverance. Number two, abide in God's presence. Number three, fear not. And number four, expect God's victory. Amen? Beloved, it is my prayer that our hearts are being comforted, our soul is being strengthened, and our spirit is being ignited to really follow Focus, fix your eyes on Jesus. I believe that in this time of uncertainties, maybe what we are fixing is all problems. Maybe expecting more problems, expecting more hardship. Please, beloved, don't fix your eyes on the temporary and uncertain things of this world. In this very moment, this, is, this season that we are in is also a reminder for all of us to fix our eyes upon Jesus. Because in Jesus, there is true safety. In Jesus, there is true protection. He is our protector. He is our guide. When he says in John 14, 6, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. Beloved, as I end today, let me ask you, do you really need God's protection right now? Do you really need His presence in your life? Do you want to experience His goodness and His faithfulness and His divine protection over your life? Beloved, I want to challenge you. I want to encourage you. This week, take refuge in the Lord. Be safe in His presence. And remember this, beloved, that it will always start with seeking God. I don't know about you if you have that personal relationship with the Lord. You know, seeking God's deliverance will always start with God delivering you. Amen? Before you can let God deliver you from your problems, God wants you to be delivered in the most worst root cause of the things that's going on in your life. 
And He wants to solve the very first big problem that we have. And that's what we call sin. Because of sin, we are disconnected with Him. That's why sometimes we feel like God is far away. That's why sometimes we feel like that God is away and He never cares for me. That's why sometimes we feel that because we don't have that assurance that Jesus is in our hearts. Tonight, uh, today, beloved, God is telling us, Seek me first. Accept Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. For all of you who are viewing this and watching right now, you might have a lot of fear in your heart. You might realize right now, I'm not being careful, but I'm becoming more fearful. Instead of being vigilant, I become more being fearful because my mind is not at peace. Maybe right now, beloved, God is calling you back home. Maybe right now, God is telling you, Anak, I want you to be in my presence because in my presence, there is peace. If you want to have that opportunity right now, today, do you want to have that peace that God offers? Do you want to have that life that God has offered to you through His Son, Jesus Christ? I want to pray for you. I want to also invite you to pray with me. Pray this prayer. This is what we call a prayer of commitment, a prayer of accepting Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. It says in John 3.16, For God so loved you and the world that He gave His one and only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him will never perish but will have everlasting life. Beloved today, if you want to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, can you please follow this prayer heartily? as if you are praying it personally to the Lord. Believe in your heart. Confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. Let's pray. Repeat after me. Our Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this beautiful opportunity. Now I know how to be safe in God's presence. So here I am. I want to ask forgiveness for all my sins of a Father. I want to believe with all my heart that it's only through Jesus I can find peace. I want to accept Jesus today as my Lord and Savior and believe in my heart that He came, that He was hung on that cross, He died, and on the third day He rose again to declare victory over death. Abba, hear my prayer now. I open my heart and I want Jesus to be in my heart. Lord Jesus, I want to invite you to come into my heart. I open my heart and I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Thank you, Abba Father, for being with us. I love you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Beloved, if you just pray that prayer, praise God. I believe, I believe beloved, that today Jesus is in your heart. He will never leave you nor forsake you. You will be safe in His presence. Now, if this is your first time to accept Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, can you comment below? Can you do that? Please comment below, I accepted Jesus. Can you do that? Because we want to connect with you and we want to help you grow as a follower of Jesus. It is our goal, it's our prayer, it's our desire to help you in your walk so that you can continue to build up your relationship with Abba so that you can continue to take that joy in the Father. Beloved, it's my prayer for you that continue to walk in His presence, in His care, and His love. So now, before I will end my time, I want to share to you, maybe you can talk this over lunch with your family. 
talk over lunch with your friends or maybe in online or maybe this week as you meet with your discipleship groups or maybe with your friends or your spouse. Can you please discuss these questions to ponder so that we can process what we learn, okay? So number one is this. What situation from the past that you have, okay, that you have experienced God's protection? Naaba? Do you have any situation? Now, if you want to participate, you can also actually post a comment below, okay? We want to read it next time, no? Next Sunday, we'll be reading it during our countdown. So, please, if you have some answers of these three questions or all of these three, please comment it down, okay? What situations from the past that you have experienced God's protection? For me personally, when the time, one of my, let's say, worst uh, accident, vehicular accident is, you know, when my collarbone was broken and all my left part of my body is damaged, you know, during that time, I can surely say, Oh, Lord, thank you for that protection. So, for me, that's one that I can, if this question will be asked to me, that's going to be the first thing that I want to share. Number two, beloved, is this. What areas in your life right now that you need God's protection? Can you comment below your answers and share it with your family and friends or D-groups, okay? And then thirdly, what is God telling you to do in order to experience security in His protection? Is God calling you for seeking his deliverance abiding in his presence fear not or maybe expect god's victory or maybe the four i don't know but if you have some answers can you comment below and please again do this with your d group it's my prayer that in your family there will be discipleship um starting in your family maybe led by your father by the husband by the wife mother father or even the children it's my prayer that all of us can grow together with your family and friends, classmates, share this. You can screenshot and you can always discuss this together with your group, okay? So my prayer is all of us will continue to follow and make followers of Jesus. Now, beloved, as we end, let's bow down our head and let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this beautiful, beautiful day. Thank you for those four things that we learned through your word. Abba, we commit ourselves to you that starting today, we will seek your deliverance. We will continue to abide in your presence. We will continue to fear not because you are with us. And Lord, we will expect your victory. Thank you so much for reminding us the battle is not ours. And Lord, you said we will not even face our enemies because you are the one that will face against them. And as you fight the battle, Lord, you will be coming home bringing that victory for us. Lord, that's what we call grace. Lord, forgive us if there are times that we try to struggle and we try to just fight it in our own capacity. We, we although pray and ask help, but sometimes we, we are aware that we are praying, but the reality is it's our own agenda. It's our own strategy. It's our own effort. That's why after all, we got frustrated. Lord, we want to repent. We want to ask forgiveness in that area. Renew our heart, oh God. Give us a heart that will always expect fresh things from you. Fresh victories from you. Just like a little boy or a little girl who is, you know, looking at his father, fighting outside the house, but coming in again, bringing the crown. And you put that crown in our hands or in our heads, saying, Anak, you are victorious. I am the one fighting for you. Abba Father, I don't know what problems or situation the people who are worshiping with us online has in their, in their hearts right now. But Father, speak to them. Let your Holy Spirit convict them. Let the Holy Spirit give them that divine wisdom and revelation as well. 
And Father, we commit to you the remaining days of this week that you will continue to protect us, especially of this pandemic that we're facing. Abba, Father, we love you. We honor you. We want to glorify you. We want to magnify your name. Salamat ginoo sa imong kamaayo. And we just want to bring back all the glory, all the praises and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Beloved, thank you so much for joining us in this wonderful time of worship. And I hope and pray that all of us will continue to be safe in God's presence during this week. And from this time on, we will continue to put our trust and confidence in Him. Amen? Now, beloved, before we will end, please stay for our tithes and offering reflection and our announcement and our closing song. And as we listen to the reflection for our tithes and offering and announcement and even our closing song, it's our prayer that your heart is being lifted and you'll continue to give praise and thanksgiving to our living God. Thank you so much and stay safe, stay strong, kapatid. <music>